0: Hello, my friends welcome back into the jmac podcast we are all sitting here wondering what the 2024 election will look like who will be the democrat nominee will biden run again And then, more importantly, who will be the GOP nominee? So far, one person is in the race, and that is Donald J. Trump. And I have warned you that this is not something that you should take lightly, that he has a very strong opportunity to win the nomination again. And I'll explain that to you a little bit more, but I do have some polling results That seems to suggest otherwise that I wanted to share with you. So let's go to that. Let's see. This is, uh, this is boing boing. Um, on December 5th, the headline, sad Donald Trump loses not just to Ron DeSantis, but also Liz Cheney in a new 2024 primary poll. The story says the former president didn't fare well in a new Deseret News Hinckley Institute of Politics poll among Republicans. In fact, he finished third in a field of potential 2024 GOP presidential candidates, including one of his biggest critics in Congress. If the Republican presidential primary were held today, only 14.6% of Utah's would vote for the former president. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis topped the list at 24.2%, followed by Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney, who lost her re-election bid to, to a Trump-endorsed candidate at 16.4%. Former Vice President Mike Pence and Texas Senator Cruz both had 6%. While former UN ambassador Nikki Haley came in at 3.7%. So according to this polling, uh, Donald Trump is in third place. And I'm just going to say it uh, right up front. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a single second. And by the way, if you're still seeing me flickering here, I'm still trying to figure out the green screen I had it fine. I had it all worked out and I'm still flickering, so I I don't know what's going on. But I don't I don't believe for a single second that um Trump is not ahead. And and the reason I don't believe that is because we just got through the midterm primaries and everybody that Trump endorsed uh won their primary. I think that the individual parties in these states I think they still swing very far to the right. I think that what they should have done is interview delegates and uh, party leadership and see if they're willing to support Trump. I think he has a very strong chance of winning the nomination, and that should concern all of us. I would be just over the moon excited if Liz Cheney could win the nomination. I think if Liz Cheney wins the nomination, I think she becomes the next president of the United States. She would be so hard to beat in a general election. But she's got to get through a far right primary process. And speaking from experience, that ain't easy. In fact, it's next to impossible. And I don't think Trump has lost much momentum in the Republican primary system. It's funny to me that uh, Ron DeSantis is being looked at as above Liz Cheney. Ron DeSantis, if, if there was no Donald Trump, if you just took him out of the picture, to me, Ron DeSantis is an ex- is an extreme. Uh, his policies, his practices. I I would look at them and say, this guy is out there. He is far out there. And I would not want him to be a presidential candidate. But because Trump is so far uh, further to the right, I'm like, you know, maybe DeSantis wouldn't be that bad. And that's crazy because of some of the things that DeSantis has done. I mean, it's crazy um the idea of liz cheney at at the top of the ticket oh my goodness could you imagine i would love 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 to see that and if you're not sure why i'll explain it to you because i think i think that elections should be about character and integrity we have we have uh acquired a convoluted mentality or philosophy when it comes to how we choose our elected officials. I'm not sure how long it's been going on. I'm not sure when it started. But we came to this belief that the way you choose a representative is you choose somebody who only believes exactly what you believe. And if they don't believe exactly what you believe and they won't do exactly what you do, then you won't vote for them. But my friends, that's not representative government. That's democracy. If you want your elected official to vote exactly the way you want them to vote, then why do you have a representative? Just put an app on everybody's phone, and for every question that comes up, just hit yes or no, and then that's pure democracy. That's what you're asking for. When you're seeking a representative who will vote 100% the way that you want them to vote. I remember I was at a forward party, uh, meeting rally and I was, I, I gave my, my presentation. And afterwards this man stood up and, and he wanted us. There were three candidates there, maybe four. And he went down the line and he said, yes or no, term limits, yes or no. And the first person said, yes. And then the next person, term limits, yes or no? And that candidate said, yes. And then he came to me, term limits, yes or no? And I said, I'm not going to answer a yes or no question. It's much too complicated for that. There's way too much going on. And he goes, well, then I'm not going to vote for you. And then he goes to the next person, term limits, yes or no? Well, after the event, I went up and I talked to him and I explained why it's not a yes or no question. And I explained my thoughts about term limits and I flipped him, it changed his mind. And that's to me a perfect example of why this idea that somebody has to agree with you or you won't vote for them is the wrong way to run a government. There is beauty in representation. And this is my description of how representation is supposed to work. The idea is that you and I don't have time to find out the ins and outs and the intricacies of every issue. There's no way we can do that. We have day jobs, we have children, we have other things going on. So we choose people of character and wisdom to go to Washington or to go to the Utah State Capitol and to analyze and fully invest themselves in whatever the issues are. And then make the best choice possible. Maybe take it to your constituents and explain to them what's really going on. But in the end, using your character and your wisdom and your integrity to make the best choice. And sometimes that choice is gonna go against your constituents. Now, in that case, I do believe it's your job to go back to your constituents and say, hey, this is why I made this vote. And let me help you understand why this was so important. It's like when uh, the, the legislature in Utah decided to ignore the independent redistricting commission that we all voted for. They never came to us and said, here's why that map doesn't work. They made up a bunch of straw man uh, things that made no sense. But if they would have come to us and said, look, here's what we looked at. Here's why we went against what was going on. At least then maybe we could say, all right, we understand how you got there. But they didn't. They just ignored it. They made up a bunch of excuses and we're stuck with it. We can't change it. And the other thing that I expect from good leadership, character leadership, leadership of wisdom, is that if you're ever put in a place when you have to choose doing the right thing with losing your job, that if you're truly a person of character, you'll do the right thing and you'll lose your job because you did the right thing. Liz Cheney is the embodiment of that. She saw the wrong that was happening with President Trump. And she decided that she would lose her job fighting for what is right. And that's exactly what's happened. She will no longer be a congresswoman. Why? Because she stood on principle instead of standing with Trump and keeping her job. She could have easily kept her job. She could be a representative for the next two years or four years or whatever. All she had to do was either ignore Trump, go soft on Trump, whatever. And she would still be a representative in Wyoming. But because she spoke out, because she spoke her heart and her mind, she was replaced. And that's frightening when you think about it that when you stand on principle, when you stand on character, you lose your job. And what were there, 10 other representatives who stood with her, Adam Kinzinger being one of them, who stood with her, all of them knowing that if we do this, we're going to lose our job. And that's exactly what they did. And those people in my mind are heroes. They are profound examples as to how we should carry ourselves and putting principles over politics and that's why I would love to see Liz Cheney be our nominee or the nominee for the GOP because she has shown true she has shown true metal and true character and i'm looking down at this list also uh they asked about Mike Pence no i can't support Mike Pence uh, he did ultimately make the right choice, but he carried Donald Trump's water for four years. And there were many, many times when he stood up for Trump and there was no reason to stand up for Trump. I'm very grateful for Mike Pence and his choice in the face of so much pressure to certify that election. I will always be grateful for to him. And that is an important moment in history that should be remembered. But that is not enough of a reason to vote for him for president. Uh, Ted Cruz, sorry, uh, Ted Cruz goes where the wind takes him. And I just am looking for character and integrity. Uh, Ted Cruz, in my opinion, should have gone after Trump from day one. Trump went after his family. He made it incredibly personal. And Ted Cruz, to keep his job, has uh, stayed away from criticism of Trump. I can't support that. Now there is somebody on this list who, um, a while ago, I was a huge fan of, and, and I'm still, I- I'm still on the fence, and that is UN Ambassador Nikki Haley. I used to be such a tremendous fan of Nikki Haley. I don't know if you remember, but when she was governor, they had the issue of the Confederate flag flying over the state capitol. And they voted to have the Confederate flag removed. And she came out and she gave a speech. And there were actually a couple of instances. I think there was a shooting and some other things where she came out and she so artfully spoke to both sides and she did so such in such a way that she showed respect and understanding to both sides and this is this is an art this is something that is very difficult to do because you have to know and understand the concerns and needs of both sides of the aisle And it takes listening to do that. And that's a real sign for me of true leadership. And I don't know if you remember her speech. And I don't remember the specific words of her speech. But when it was all said and done, I remember just saying, wow. Wow. That was amazing. She managed to take a highly controversial issue, diffuse it, make both sides heard, and uh, appear as a leader and as a uniter. And I just thought to myself, I want this woman to be president. And I felt that way for a long time. And then she accepted uh, the UN ambassadorship for President Trump. And I thought, okay, I can understand her accepting that. Um, but then she started trying to excuse some of the things that Trump was doing and my faith in her started to, it started to decline. Now she got out, she got away from Trump and I still think that she can be that woman, that governor that she was. I would love to see her make a run for the presidency as well. So my, in fact, my two favorite candidates for the GOP right now, um, and I think they probably both have the least opportunity to win the nomination, is Liz Cheney and Nikki Haley. I would love, love, love to see either of them at the top of the ticket. They have both shown that they have character, that they have metal, that they have strength, that they have courage. Um, But let me know on the GOP side who you think should uh, run for president. I'd love to see it. And once again, I'll tell you, I I think that still the person who has the strongest uh, capability of winning the nomination is Donald J. Trump. I learned that from these last primaries. If you think differently, let me know in the comments and we'll talk about it. And in the meantime, please be sure and like and share and subscribe to these videos. Go to jmcfarland.com and become a part of our members club. That helps me bring these broadcasts to you every single day. And we're going to be doing a lot more. I've got a lot more exciting things coming up. So please like, share, and become a member of the JMAC Club. With that, thank you and have a wonderful day.